Good morning, it's 970 WAMD Aberdeen and this is the Hartford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith with the Hartford County Public Library and I'm here with Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Yay! Today we'll be speaking with Connie Beams, Christine Tolbert, and Edwin Colon. Good morning, Bob Mumby. Good morning, everybody. We got a full house Good morning. today. Good morning. Yeah. On and this rainy we day. got some wind whipping across the uh, the landscape. <laughs> it's going to get worse today. It's going down to below thirty and sixty mile an hour gusts. So mm. I almost I had a garbage can blow across my path, um, like in a Wizard of Oz this morning. <laughs> Did you duck? Uh, I slowed down. There you go. Okay, we're any you can anything that annoys you, you can mention during this segment. <laughs> oh, I get it now. It, yes, we just this is we get our gripes. Uh, we talk about courtesy or lack of it thereof. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Today I'm doing it again. It was yesterday, the lottery. These, oh, these people. You see them finishing their shift. They go in. They're buying twenty dollars in lottery tickets. That's not this. It doesn't seem like it's discretionary income. It's a regressive tax. How, how did we get here? A lot of people love the lottery. Hmm. But we shouldn't make it easy for, for money to be wasted. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Um, yep. And if, yep. And if the money was going to schools, but they just give less out of the general budget to schools. I know. I did feel duped when I found out. I remember that out years when the lottery ago. was started and it was for education. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was for education. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden there was 42. I come from New Jersey, so mm -hmm. there was like 42 deputy lottery commissioners within, <laughs> within 10 years. Driving fancy cars. <laughs> they did whatever they wanted to with it, I guess. Mm. Um, okay, and don't give money to people who call you on the phone for charity. Mm -hmm. Give money to local charities, charities you know. These ones that call up, like the the Children's Wish Foundation, and ninety percent of the money goes to the firms who do the cold calling for them as a marketing fee. It's just, it's we do a list once in a while. Anyway, I'm, that's my limit of my annoyance. I have an annoyance today, and I usually don't. I'm the balance of the annoying. I don't know if my phone fell off the do not call list, but I'm getting so many junk mail calls on my cell phone yes. and the message is press two or press four mm -hmm. so they're directing you to press mm -hmm. a button that will probably get you a 10-year subscription to a magazine or some kind of something and mm. you know I know enough not to do that but mm -hmm. other people don't mm -hmm. and it's just I don't know how that's allowed to go on I think the calling is even annoyance I think the callers are even getting lazier mm. they don't even know my name anymore exactly like, hello and it's an automated system uh -huh. kind of like do you even know who you're calling mm -hmm. and then I'm having a conversation and then I didn't realize till a minute in that it's a robot mm -hmm. so I'm okay hang up I know or well, they know. just do the script I said how much you I give you a thousand dollars right now how much goes to the kids well um uh 40 percent of the net I said what's the net mm -hmm. oh well we have a fee for marketing you know these mm -hmm. These people got thrown out of the financial industry for robbing people there. They have mm -hmm. these big marketing firms with so banks and banks of people. Set doing. up their own. Yeah. So 90% is the average that the calling marketing firms mm -hmm. get. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Okay. That's Give all to for Harper now. County.
Yes. That's true. County. That's we true. have so many wonderful organizations here that need help. So worthy and, of it. And give so much back to the community. It's a better spend of money. Okay, let's do some trivia. Hey, unless you guys have anything else, you want to get off your chest. Well, if I'd known, I, I would have thought of something. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, we didn't we'll know we'd have know. the opportunity. <laughs> so you can we'll I would have come in here with a list. And I could go on and on about the Hosanna School. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, that's who you should give to. The, yeah. the new annex. We gave to, didn't we, Connie? We, did. yeah. we worked to restore that building with no pay. It no. was all we joke. I volunteers. Did I did windows. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's after we got windows. After we got windows. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's great. It is great. It, it's a we have the Juneteenth uh, folks coming in again, right? I am not sure. I'm not sure if I've heard back. Well, we know what the date is. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking yeah. about the Juneteenth celebration at Hosanna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you did talk to Ives. Did you go yeah. this? Did anybody go this year? It was like over 2,000 people. Yes. It was it incredible. Was, no, it was incredible. Uh, we were out of town, but we were able to set up the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. To, I hope what they were doing again this year, a little in, uh, internship for all of our Boys and Girls Club kids to go and volunteer there. It's a great experience. We had a great leader for that uh, event mm -hmm. this year, and that's why we got so many people, over 2,000, and she got so many volunteers. You would not uh, believe isn't it. Isn't amazing? Didn't have to pay anybody. That's she, the best. And uh, it really, really worked out. Oh, yeah. It makes a difference. It really does. is such it a does. wonderful thing and a great thing to have the Boys and Girls Club, mm -hmm. you know, grow up doing that. Yes. So it's yes. part of their DNA and mm -hmm. they, mm -hmm. you know, want to do it. So it's Give to the Boys and Girls Club. You make a kid a leader. Make him or her responsible for another younger kid. And it changes their lives because mm -hmm. they realize their own importance and they find their own fortitude and strength. Yeah. So it's a beautiful thing. And we've had them on the show. Mm -hmm. Actually, that couch was filled with kids. We have them on uh, in three weeks yeah. for the youth, yeah. the youth of the Year finals. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. I bet they enjoyed that. Oh, they are oh. awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're great. They felt so important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Well, they are. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're counting on them. <laughs> Seriously. We, we lateral them a flaming football. <laughs> Seriously. See what you can do with that. And there's eight linebackers coming down on them. <laughs> okay. Trivia. And you guys jump in and answer. The four of you are on a team. I'm just the reader. But I learned a lot from this too. So, number one, what country was the first to send an object to the surface of the moon? Russia. Good job. All righty. Otherwise oh, known as the Soviet Union back then, right? <laughs> USSR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Excellent. All right. A little shopping question. What was the first department store to open in the United States? Uh, it's closing right now. They're, it's still open today. Oh, Sears? Sears. No, 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 no. Macy's? Macy's. Macy's. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Who would have thunk it? Oh, you look at the like yeah. the, the companies that were, were the worst worth the most in '67. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Sears, mm -hmm. um, all the car companies. Now it's Amazon, Facebook, yeah. mm -hmm. Apple, Google, Microsoft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yep. Times have changed. It's not nearly as much fun. 
It's not no, shopping it's not. with them yeah, than it yeah. was when you actually went to you the You got dressed up and to shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you went, you could touch the merchandise mm-hmm. and see, you know. I love the convenience of Amazon, but mm-hmm. I, I do miss that feeling of fabric mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. I, but I remember... After seven minutes of it with my mother, I was bored. And I, couldn't, I couldn't support <laughs> my own body bored. weight. You know, those kids like. Oh. You go, hey, Are we ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. How could you get bored shopping? Uh, oh, I can't easily. <laughs> I'm not a shopper. <laughs> All right. Which uh, South American country is the world's largest producer of coffee? Brazil. Yes. Oh, well, I would have guessed Colombia. I was going to say. Yeah. All right, the Grand Slam tournaments are the four most important annual events in which two sports. Grand Slam, two sports. Tennis and golf. Correct, Bob. I had no idea. You won them all. Yeah. And we have we haven't had a Grand Slam winner technically in golf. Tiger has come the closest. He won all four. But it was one in one year and three in the next year. Oh, so he did do it all. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Serena, I think, has done it twice. Yeah. In, in She's amazing. She's married to a Maryland so boy. Is she? From is Columbia. she? Yeah, really? She's from Columbia. Ah, I didn't know. Yep. I love how she has a kid. And like four months later, later she's yeah. back eating someone's pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While holding court. the baby. <laughs> and then I track it. I'm like, she's an amazing athlete. <laughs> All right, what does the acronym LOL stand for when used in phone texts and on the internet? Laugh out loud. Yes, good job. Yeah. No, we can't ask what R-O-F-L, what R-O-F-L-M-A-O, we can't say that, right? No. You can say the first part, rolling on the oh, floor. Right. Laughing out loud. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Okay. Good job, Bob. I wonder what the other part at 10 o'clock, we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is the name for a meat dish made from finely chopped raw beef, often served with onions, capers, seasonings, and raw eggs? Mayor, um... Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know it. I know it. Uh, uh, tartare. Yep. Steak yeah. tartare. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something That's I eat. It's raw. It's raw. It's and, raw. and the yeah. eggs are raw? Yeah. Oh, yeah. come on. And you pay a lot of money for food that hasn't <laughs> yeah, been fixed. Yeah. <laughs> I do not eat it. No. <laughs> That's right. What disease do you want now? Okay, this is pressure on you, Uh-oh. Edwin. In the U.S. military, what does the acronym NCO stand for? Non-commissioned officer. Yeah. Good job. What does SNAFU stand for? <laughs> no, no, no. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. My my father was a Navy guy. He used to say it means situation normal, all fouled up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what he used to tell me at least. <laughs> oh, all right. Snoopy from the comic strip Peanuts is what breed of dog? Beagle. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, the last Peanuts was nineteen years ago. Oh and it's still gosh. running in the paper. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, everybody can relate to one character in that Mm, comic strip. All right, what is the name for meteoroids that survive entry through the atmosphere and reach Earth's surface? I know that. 
You do. Say away. Meteorites. Correct. Oh, right. <laughs> that, that should be easy to remember. Yeah. Well, yeah. sometimes the easy ones are the hardest yeah. ones because you're like, it can't be that. Yeah. Right. Right. No, that's too. Do you know the hard. difference between, between flotsam and jetsam? No. One floats and the other one doesn't. No, they both float. One is debris that had, was was t tossed off a ship on mm -hmm. purpose. One was like wreckage or pieces of a ship that were or okay. flotsam okay. and jetsam. I don't oh, know which is which. Uh, flotsam is the stuff that's that's just accidentally okay. or a shipwreck, mm -hmm. and okay. jetsam is like uh, is discarded okay. stuff. Okay. Oh, they should have named them the same thing. All right. I don't it, know why it matters. I know. It has to do, I think, with the Admiral and Maritime Law, but who owns it? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's oh, that true. Would be, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. All right. Last question of the day. In what year was Alfred Hitchcock's psychological thriller, Psycho, uh, released? Oh, I just watched uh, that. You did? Yes. Uh, it's been a long time since it early was, 60s, before I was right? born. It's early 50s. 60s. Late 50s. I'm going to say 61 or 62. Any other guesses? 59. 60. You guys were right in okay. between. Good. Yep. Good. Yep. And that's I'm too still... young to know. I know. <laughs> You've never seen that, have you, Christine? Well, I saw that. that uh, who, you were, who worked on Harry Hughes' staff? I did. Oh. Uh, it w I remember that was in the news because it was the first time a seven-year-old was hired. <laughs> A government staffer. <laughs> yeah, <that's me. laughs> uh, oh. you know, to be seven again. <laughs> See, radio is good for that because our listeners don't really know. <laughs> I like uh, what uh, Bob Seeger says in his song. I wish I didn't know now no, when I, I didn't, didn't know, know then. <laughs> that's a good line. That's a good line. All right. Do you have some local news? Or no, we actually, we I'm we're skipping the news today. this week. All right. National news, we'll skip. Yes. And local news, there really isn't much going on that isn't. It's that bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's that good. Well, we did we have the girls' swimming team win the, oh, yeah. the championship. Yeah. Uh, I think C. Milton, right? Oh, nice. Hmm. All righty, so we'll still a break. All we right. have a lot of work to do. We do. A lot okay. to talk about. So we'll take a little break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Connie Beams. Christine Tolbert and Edwin Cullen. Hartford County Public Library's annual winter reading program for adults and high school students runs through March 7th with the theme of We Love to Read a Latte. Participants may sign up for the winter reading program by logging on to hcplonline.org or visiting a local library. Adults are encouraged to read or listen to at least five books, high school students three. Upon completion, participants will receive this year's special collector's mug while supplies last. Numerous special events will take place during this year's winter reading program, including a Harford County coffee crawl and tea tour. Participants are invited to pick up a passport at the library and visit various coffee and tea locations listed for a sample and a passport stamp to earn a Keepsake 2020 Winter Reading Tote Bag while supplies last. Sponsors of the 2019-2020 Winter Reading Program are Gold Medal Physical Therapy, Harford County Public Library Foundation, Klein ShopRite, Schaefer, McLaughlin, and Stover LLC and friends of Harford County Public Library. More information about the Winter Reading Program may be found at hcplonline.org or by picking up a copy of the Headlines and Happenings newsletter at any of the library's branches. 
Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library and I'm here with Bob Mumby and this is the Hartford Edge. We're so delighted today to have Connie Vimes, Christine Tolbert, and Edwin Cullen in the studio with us today. And you guys have some great, great work experience and I'm going to read every single word because oh it's awesome. I'm going to start with you, Connie. Yes. Um, Connie is a resident of Berkeley, retired from public service, having served in several positions, including executive director of the Maryland Commission for Women, appointments officer and deputy chief of staff for Maryland Governor Harry R. Hughes, and vice president and executive assistant to the president of the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, otherwise known as UMBC. Connie was editor of the Harry R. Hughes, The Legacy, and the author of the Chesapeake Bay Conflict or Challenge, a publication of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. A graduate of Hartford Community College and Goucher College, she was inducted into the Maryland Women's Hall of Fame in 1998. She and her husband, Bill, have four grown children and two granddaughters. For the past 30 years, they have been the stewards of the Swallow Field, a documented stop on the Underground Railroad. She is a member of the Phi Beta Kappa and currently serves on the Harford County Historical Preservation Commission. Wow. Now we're going to talk about Christine. I'm tired also, already. I know. Where did you get all that information? I know. From <laughs> Edwin. It's in the, in the book. Oh, in the book. Ah. Oh, so okay. Christine graduated from Bowie State Teachers College with a degree in elementary education. She earned her master's degree in education from Loyola College in Baltimore. She later enrolled at the Johns Hopkins University to earn 30 hours beyond the master's degree to qualify for supervision. She was one of eight black teachers to teach in previously all-white schools. Christine was a teacher at Harford County Public Schools where she taught elementary school. Later she was appointed as a guidance counselor at Aberdeen High School and became supervisor of both elementary and high school for one year then chose to concentrate on elementary schools. Finally, Ms. Tolbert is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Society Incorporated, Sorority Incorporated. Another wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Edwin who's with us today. Edwin's a military officer with 18 years of service to his nation. He has a bachelor's degree from Norfolk State University, a master's degree from Webster's University, and works at Aberdeen Proving Ground. He works at the Army Test and Evaluation Command, Army Evaluation Center, and is focused on testing and evaluation of military, aviation, and fires assets. He's a member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity, Incorporated, and responsible for coordinating the Omega Day in Havre Grace. This event consists of the book dedication and talent hunt on February 15th at the Havre Grace Library. Thank Welcome, you, you guys. Thanks for awesome bio. We are in the presence of greatness, Bob. Where do we start? <laughs> I know, I know. That's your thing. I'm leaving that up to you. Well, let's just start. Connie, you were born and raised in the Berkeley area? No, no, Christine was. I, I was. was. I was what you would call um, one of the Air Force brats. Oh, okay. <laughs> My dad was in the Air Force, and one of his stations after World War II was in uh, at Aberdeen. After that, he did the Korean War, and uh, everywhere he went, we couldn't go. So I'm one. Of, I'm an Air Force or Army brat that was very stable. Oh, where wow. when we came to Aberdeen, I was um, in the fourth grade. And I went all the way through high school, worked at the Proving Ground, went to college. And so I really, uh, by birth not, but by life, 
Harford County. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But we've lived in Berkeley, my husband and I, for uh, for 40, 45 years. Yeah. Okay. And we were just talking before about a mutual friend, Bob Chance, and environmental mm -hmm. evergreens. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Christine, you're a Berkeley. I'm Berkeley. Original. I'm, as were my parents, my grandparents, and my great grandparents. Really? All from Berkeley. Yes. Wow. That's well, how long does that go back? Go. So you do have, I mean, your great-grandparents, what, yes. when is that? That was... That, that was be... in the 1800s, I guess, because my grandmother was born in 1867. Um, my grandfather, I can't, he was around the same. Now, were they Freedmen's? Uh, yeah, they were free. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. We can't and wait to talk in, about that. In Berkeley, there was, you know, a large... Uh, Quaker population, mm -hmm. which made it a little easier for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, it's true. so we worked, my mom worked for Quakers, and I, she would take me to work with her. And so not only did I learn how to work, but I got friends from Berkeley mm -hmm. because the, the family that owned the place, the Waring family at that particular time, and they only came during the summers. Oh. And so they'd bring their grandchildren. And I played with the grandchildren, and we're still together now. Oh, my <laughs> we God. That's a good That's story. fantastic. Yeah. 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 So uh, we, the, Berk the uh, Swallow Field, which was the home that the Quakers owned, was directly across the street from, if you could call it a street, it's a road. <laughs> Directly across from my grandmother's property, grandmother oh and grandfather's property. Gosh. Now that, is that that's Berkeley Road, right? That's Berkeley Road. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was Castleton yes. Road, really. Oh, it's Castleton. It's Castleton. That's right. Road. Berkeley goes down to the river. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And Edwin. But Berkeley was. Uh, I can't remember the date that it uh, became Darlington. But it was when they started having rule free delivery of your mail. Okay. Okay. Prior to that, you had to go to the, the local store to pick up your mail. Yeah. It was about 1923 or so. It's, yeah. It was switched over. So uh, it then became incorporated with Darlington. It is known today as Darlington. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and when was Route 1? Was Route 1 there? <clears throat> Could I tell it, that story? Sure. Yeah, because it's a wonderful story. It is um, <clears throat> Route 1 at one time went through Berkeley, but that, that's not the important thing. The important thing is that the Berkeley Road was part of the Monumental, Mon Monumental Trail mm -hmm. from Florida to Maine. So Berkeley was very, very busy in the early days of our mm -hmm. um, time um, as a country. And so... Um, it was after that, it, when the, the new system came in, uh, Berkeley was US-1 for mm -hmm. a couple of years before the dam was built. Oh, so okay. Berkeley, you know, the Berkeley Road was significant very, very early in our time. Hmm. And, um, and then it became um, um, US-1. Do you know what US-1 stands for? Come on. You, you, what, US. United States Route 1? No. It's awful. Unified system. 
Oh, really? Yes, oh, that's yeah, what the U.S. stands either. for. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so here, you know, we've always thought, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I went I always U.S. Thought US 90, and you, right, you, you think too. it was United yeah. States, but it's the United, uh, United system. Unified System. And, and um, so it was the major, Berkeley Fair Road away. was the, nature, uh, the, the right. major north-south uh, uh, trails and, and road for over 100 years. Mm -hmm. And it, if you've ever been in Bob's Rue house, one. Bob Chance's house, yeah, he has I so many of the artifacts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We all collect. My, we've got some Indian things now because I live in Swallowfield, so mm -hmm. that's what it's just okay. yeah. from her. So, uh, yeah. And they say still it, uh, the, the settlements and towns that were flooded when they built the dam, mm -hmm. there's still so much under the water. Mm -hmm. There is. Yes, there is. My husband plowed up a, a 1794 coin oh my word. when he were just working in the garden mm -hmm. just up it comes you know wow. and uh we would be very wealthy if it were 1793 coin <laughs> it's just a coin not, right? <laughs> it's just a coin more money more problems right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. that makes you feel better about it yeah, <laughs> yeah right right it does. you wouldn't be sitting here with us so Edwin, other than uh, going back to the base and saying next time we're on that radio show, I'm borrowing a Bradley. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Uh, are you a Harford County guy? No. So uh, I'm a military brat. My father was in the Navy as well. Okay. Uh, met, moved around quite a bit. Uh, but good news stories. This is actually the longest I've ever been in one place in my entire life. Oh my goodness. Uh, so and how long has it been? It's seven years total. Oh wow. So I was here for about five years before and I came back. This is uh -huh. my second time back. So mm -hmm. uh met my wife here as well. Oh wow. Uh, my wife delivers mail in Darlington. Yes, she well. does. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, so this is a second home for us. Uh, oh, the family wow. is probably gonna stay here. We'll stay here as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Um but I'm originally from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. That's where okay. I was born. But after that I moved all around. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Another uh, site on the battlefield um, where you're from. So help us under, let's start with all the Greek letters. Iota Nu, Omega Psi Phi, uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha. Um, tell us about these organizations and how they're tied together. Then we'll, we'll start talking about what great uh, work you're doing and what's coming up and we're going to tie the, the book into that as well. Okay, so I, if you don't mind, I'll jump in. No, so I had a new as a chapter of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity. Uh, we're the local chapter in this area, uh, mainly focused on uh, civic dedication, civic events. Uh, pretty much every community event, there's someone from our fraternity there. We were mentioning the uh, Juneteenth event. We were there as well, mm -hmm. supporting with voters mm -hmm. registration. Uh, the event that we're talking about now is the book dedication on February 15th. We're also going to have a talent hunt on February 15th in the Opera House in Happy Grace. It's going to be uh, 1300. Yep, right the across the street. Yeah. Um, and then later on, I think in March, we're going to have our 50th uh, anniversary gala. It's a scholarship gala. We're going to give around about $10,000 in scholarships. Uh, but all the Greek letter organizations uh, for the African Americans, we usually call them the Divine Nine. Uh, we usually work together in the local communities just for uplift and support of the community. Mm -hmm. um, that's about it. And how do folks find out more about uh, the book dedication? Uh, it, 
um, acplonline.org. Acplonline.org. Um, we have a, a website up right now, so if you click on that, it'll take you right to the details. It's from 1030 to 12 Correct. on Saturday, February 15th. A week from tomorrow. Oh, yes. 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 And February, it's a wonderful We're in February right We are in February. We wow. are in February already. <laughs> Is there, a, how can folks find out more uh, from uh, Omega Sci-Fi? Uh, um, for the local chapter, uh, I would advise everyone to go to www.qs-iotanew.org. Uh, that's our uh, local chapter website. You can find out all of our events, anything you want to know about the fraternity, anything you want to know about what we're doing <clears throat> in the community, uh, would all be listed there. Now, um, other than uh, this uh, event, uh, do you uh, do you need volunteers? Uh, how can folks get involved? Uh, um, I, I help out, whatever the case the may best be. Best involvement is just to come with a smile and a good spirit. Okay. Uh, again, for the talent hunt, there's going to be. Uh, I think right now we have eight youth registered, uh, a wide range of talents. I think two artists, uh, pianists. Uh, I think that's who won last year. We just want to come out and celebrate the youth in the local community. Any event we have, we just ask that you show up, bring a good spirit. We're going to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Um, a week from tomorrow, um, Saturday, February 15th, 10.30 a.m. at the Habit of Grace Library. Okay. Let's talk about the book. Um, a Journey Through Berkeley, Maryland, a tapestry of black and white lives woven together over 200 years at a rural crossroads. Um, how did this start? What was the germination of this idea? It's an interesting one. <laughs> it was a challenge. I was at a, I was serving on a committee with the, um, for the county on planning in Darlington, and um, a friend of mine, a neighbor, Gwen, was with me, and they were talking about historic things and how wonderful we got all this history in Darlington. And I, I popped up and said, we have more history per capita in Berkeley than you do. <laughs> and I'm just she's a That's how you roll, right? <laughs> I was just joshing around. Were you switching the knife? You know, and I knew everybody, so yeah, it was just sure. a joshing kind of thing. And so somebody said, prove it. And yeah. I thought, oh, that's one thing yeah. I never say to Connie Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at any rate, Gwen and I uh, thought that she was on the committee also. And so I knew that Christine was working on the Hosanna School. I didn't know Christine really well at that point. I became a member on the board later, but I didn't mm -hmm. know her well. But I called because I asked around the community, and uh, everybody said, "Yeah, let's do this." So I called Christine and asked if we could meet at Hosanna School, and we had our first meeting, and it was uh, about what did we have about fifteen, twenty people show yeah. up in our little community wow. at the school, and everybody was excited about it. Mm -hmm. They wanted, and I said, "We said, well, what did you want?" And they said, "Well, we wanted, we want to hear people's voices. We want, uh, could we get on like the national or some kind of something like that, and could uh, and interview people and stuff." And we said, "Well, try." And so we called the uh, oral history person up at the at the national at the state um, historic trust, and in two weeks later, everybody came together, came together, and we um, had the, the the person who was the oral historian, and we had our own um, historic uh, preservation officer for Harford County there. Mm -hmm. 
and the community made all the questions for us. Remember, we had we had all the questions, mm -hmm. and, and so we had all the questions what they wanted, and they said exactly what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And so from the very beginning, we had a template mm -hmm. of what to do in the community. We were blessed with two things. One is a grant from the Maryland Historic Trust to um, get interviewers you know, people okay. who are qualified. And then, then we quit and we, 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 did, we, we did, did, did a lot ourselves afterwards. Okay. We did 23 and then, then we'd just grab our little yeah. uh, uh, recorder and yeah. off we'd go. We and saw how easy it was when they were doing it. Yeah, and we yes. said, we, could, we, we could, could do this. See, we could do this. So we started with that, that grant and then Gwen Howard and I wrote the proposal for the um, uh, getting on the National Register, and that succeeded. It went all the way through and approved at the federal level. Wow. And But the other thing that the person, people wanted was something. They didn't say a book, but they mm -hmm. said like a pamphlet or something. something right. Well, well, with the research that was going started. on, the things yeah. we were finding and finding and finding, and people were in their attics finding things and wow. books and Isn't bringing things to us. I mean, we have a volume of collection now as a result mm -hmm. of that. And, but the other thing it ended up is that we applied again at the mayor after what we had done. Uh, first of all, we received an award from the county for our work on the oral history. And then mm -hmm. after that, at the end, uh, we applied to the state again to the trust mm -hmm. and we received money to publish the book. Oh my word. So the book was, um, uh, was published, mm -hmm. and uh, I can tell you, between Christine and me, it was a work of love. Mm -hmm. It was, oh, it was. And, and I've said many was, times, and mm -hmm. uh, Christine, I hope, will agree with me, it, it wrote itself. Mm -hmm. It, you know, everything was there that we had mm -hmm. to compile. Mm -hmm. A lot of research mm -hmm. went into it mm -hmm. because we had to find out about the Indians mm -hmm. <laughs> and other things, but so. But Is yeah. that a close enough synopsis to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so, except that uh, I knew a lot about Berkeley. She mm -hmm. did, sure. Because it's where, as I just told sure. you, that yeah. I grew Your up, life. my parents, mm -hmm. my grandparents, my great-grandparents, mm -hmm. we all grew you know, we were all a part of Berkeley. Mm -hmm. And my grandparents' uh, property was just across the road from the swallow field where I, uh, I worked with my mom. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't really work because what I really did was play with the children who were my age. <laughs> Everyone has a job. That's yes, right. yes. yes. Well, and so friends. until this day, we are still very close friends. That's fabulous. Would you because be by the time uh, uh, Connie had bought uh, Swallowfield, mm -hmm. uh, they, it no longer belonged to the Quaker family. Okay. Uh, they sold it to a family who were not Quakers, mm -hmm. but they really, the older ones were just using it as a summer place. Okay. And so they, they got older and older mm -hmm. and decided then that they would sell it. Mm -hmm. So they sold it mm -hmm. to, I uh, can't remember the lady's name, but at any rate, uh, sold it to her. And then, uh, after I guess she was tired of it, she, <laughs> she sold it to Connie. <laughs> Tom, but, we're talking about it? a place that has no heat. <laughs> <laughs> Very little. Oh, heat. we used the fireplace a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we yeah. did. And because uh, like you yeah. may as well say that that's where I grew up mm -hmm. because it was just across the street, right, from my grandmother. Mm -hmm. My mom was working for them, 
and I then my mom would take me to work, mm -hmm. and my job was to play with the children. Oh, that's a good job. Because I was job. a child. <laughs> that's right. Everybody benefited. Christine is very modest. She single-handedly saved Hosanna School. It was Sing single. <laughs> no, 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 no. We all. I, every. I mean, there were. She had a, a board mm -hmm. and what have you, but her persistence. And, and knowing that this was the most one of the most significant things in Harford County, mm -hmm. and certainly in the African American life in Harford mm -hmm. County, that how many people still living mm -hmm. are uh, were students at yes. Hosanna School? Mm -hmm. And look, and if you look at the register of some people who went there and what they did with their lives, it, mm -hmm. they're incredible stories. Incredible stories. And we were fortunate enough to have the first uh, school for African Americans built there in. Berkeley it was then. As a matter of fact, they called the school Berkeley School originally. Okay. And then uh, because it was right next to the Hosanna Church. Okay. And all just about all of us went to the Hosanna Church. Okay. They decided that it was going to be called Hosanna School. Because we were just, you mm -hmm. know, bound together. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I think I already told you that I attended it. Mm -hmm. I guess we were, my class was probably the last class that that attended it. And then we went from there mm -hmm. to uh, Havity Grace Colored School okay. for our high school. And it, they are, they've uh, restored theirs now too and working on we it. We just had uh, uh, Earl the Twirl Christie. Oh, did you? Uh, <laughs> I yes. have a picture of me wearing a Super Bowl. Oh, ring. yes. <laughs> oh, yes. So he went to UMES, and they had four guys mm -hmm. from that senior class football team playing mm -hmm. in the NFL. Yeah. I guess he was the class of 68. Oh, I can't remember. 67, was, 68. I remember him, of course. He scored 82 points in the basketball yeah. game. He was oh. phenomenal. <laughs> he was phenomenal. Wow. What he a great was. Name too, and he was just such a modest nice mm -hmm. guy and he Junior. has he, he has a radio show and he's written about because he was um he fumbled the kickoff return mm -hmm. in the super um in, in the game against the oakland raiders that the jets lost mm -hmm. <laughs> um and the new york papers just skewered him mm -hmm. and he ended up having a great super bowl mm -hmm. which the jets won but he talks about for two weeks, yeah. he was on the front page of yeah. all oh, wow. these. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yet he's modest. Yeah. He's modest. Okay. He doesn't brag about it or, or anything. No. And he, he just enjoyed his, it. Uh, Emerson, one, one of his teammates knocked the ball out of his hand. That's mm -hmm. what caused the fun ball. And mm -hmm. never blame the guy. Mm -hmm. But you look at That's the... Early. You look at the... Uh, <laughs> The films and mm -hmm. they were running past each other, and, it just and he was going to block, and he knocked it out of mm -hmm. uh, Earl's hands by mistake. <laughs> yeah, he is a really, really nice fella. Good. Anyway, I got us off the track. That's um, okay. But let's talk about this book. And uh, we're all involved in things. I'm involved in the recovery community and mm -hmm. with kids who need us most. And and you, you see it in this as well, that if people get to meet each other, like we get to know these kids and realize the eight ball they're born behind, or folks who are dealing with the disease of addiction, um, it's hard to otherize them. It's hard okay. to paint them with this 
judgmental brush. Mm -hmm. um, um, like Stalin said, uh, you know, one death is a tragedy, a thousand deaths is, a uh, hundred thousand deaths is a statistic. Um, same thing here with this book. This is a, I don't want to call it a social experiment, but these are people that saw each other face to face every day. Mm -hmm. And you like mm -hmm. to think the natural thing happened. They live together, mm -hmm. they uh, engage with each other. Do you think, and this, you lead to it in, uh, in the book that, you know, this is, was go going on in thousands of communities off the radar. Ignoring social mores right. and and laws of the time. Do you think folks realized it then, or I think so, uh, because I spent so much time with the Quakers, and uh, they were really on our side, mm -hmm. and we would discuss it. Same. You know, yeah, the right. the uh, parents they would mm -hmm. discuss it. And they thought that I should learn a lot about what was going on as far as the black community was concerned and why white people were treating us differently, why we had to go to a different school, mm -hmm. right. you know, why we had to have less supplies. Mm -hmm. It was as if that there was a, an element in the community that didn't want us to have an education at all. Mm -hmm. So our first school was the Hosanna School we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. was built in 1867. And at that particular time, there were three schools planned in Harford County for African Americans, and Hosanna just happened to be the first one that was built. Okay. And so we were, had the pleasure, mm -hmm. I did, <laughs> as did my mom. Yeah, my mom went, my grandmom went, and uh, my grandfather as well. So both of my parents, both of my grandparents wow. attended the Hosanna School. And so, so then, when the Hosanna School, of uh, course, was closed, <clears throat> and for years it sat there and it just began to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. And so at the time, I was on the Historical Society of uh, Harvard County, and so they asked me one day, did I know anything about the Hosanna School? <laughs> I said, I sure do. I sure do. And so at any rate, that's what gave me the impetus to really say, well, you know, we ought to save this building because it was really falling, falling mm -hmm. down because uh, it hadn't been used in many, many years. Mm. So we started that project and it worked out real really well we formed a board this young lady was on our board <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes and, and one thing you know, I just want to inject something interject something here in Berkeley there were free land owning African Americans before 1800 right that's hmm. another thing wow. I mean yes right. and right. and the the uh, the families from that family still exist, and they have been reconnecting with mm -hmm. Berkeley, yeah. and that's been very exciting. But yes, yeah. I mean, there's a there's another whole story here of there were free people, free African Americans, mm -hmm. and they were owning right. land, and they did in right. Berkeley. Those right. stories are not that prevalent, mm -hmm. you know. Book number yes. two. My uh, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, grand printing. My grandparents were among those homeowners. Oh, great grandparents too, as I think back. I'm younger than I thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, uh, my grandparents and great grandparents on both sides owned their own property, and the uh, the property of my maternal grandparents was directly across the street from Swallowfield. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do, was was there any? Were the folks ever able to relax and say, okay, we have this great thing going and no one's going to disrupt it? Or Because there were so many stages where it ebbed and flowed, like, you know, in after the Civil War, it, then we had a little bit with Reconstruction, then we had this horrible backlash, mm -hmm. violent yeah. mm -hmm. backlash mm -hmm. from, like, 1875 to mm -hmm. 1900. Mm -hmm. Then again, uh, in the 20s... In, 1920s and 30s, because mm -hmm. people again were looking right. for the villains, right. looking to blame right. any of their plights. Mm -hmm. Was there was there a sense of that that we're, we there have a, we're, we have our own thing here, yeah. but it's never quite safe? Do you well, think that was on people's minds? Growing up there in Berkeley, uh, because of the Quaker pre presence, there was less of it than you mm -hmm. may find in other parts of Harford County. Okay. Yeah, but understand Except that today, today my neighbor to the right is African-American, a catacomb across the road is another African-American community. Yeah. You know, there are not as many African-American in Berkeley itself, but there are not a lot of whites but, in Berkeley anymore. We're just a tiny little there's thing. There's never been a lot of African-Americans yeah. in, yeah. in Berkeley. Um, uh, there were, then when we went down toward the river, there were more yeah. uh, African Americans than we had on Castleton Road. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, back in the day, you owned more property, so you're True. not going to have as True. many people mm -hmm. right. as mm -hmm. you had. So, and my grandparents' uh, property just happened to be across the road from Swallowfield. Mm -hmm. And so today, to this day, uh, the kids that I grew up with at Swallowfield, only they were there, only there in the summer. Mm -hmm. uh, we're still close friends. Yeah, and their that's picture, wonderful. their picture with her is in the book. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah that's but uh, yeah, we're still. <laughs> that's but see, that wasn't that wasn't the <clears throat> the way it was all mm -hmm. over the county, right. mm -hmm. and I I still give the credit to the uh, Quakers mm -hmm. yeah. who, who were there and, mm -hmm. yeah. and did not discriminate against us. Well, and it is, and it is Gideon Smith was the, owned, the Smith family owned Swallowfield at the time when... Well, when, he was a relative. So yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. in that family for yeah, yeah. eons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. but, but Gideon had, had, had it at that point when the, the slaves were coming north. Yeah. And you need to tell that story. Oh, well, um, I remember my, well, you, you know, you've met my wife, Cindy Rumby, who uh, is Barry's public information officer. She did oh, uh -huh. a lot of work uh -huh. last year. Uh -huh. yeah. And Jim Krismer. Oh, who's... yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He always gets a giggle. Oh, yes. <laughs> so anyway, Absolutely. so tell us uh, about, um, um, you've decided to do this book. The good news was you decided to do a book. The bad news was you decided to do a book. It, it was her idea. Okay. <laughs> I bet you she told, said that to you a lot during the writing. You did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But it, 
So now fast forward, we're presenting this book. Uh, Omega Sci-Fi is presenting uh, copies of this book to the library. It's going to mm -hmm. be all over the county. Yep. Yep. Um, I guess in the local author section, which... Uh, Probably, yeah. Um, yep. They donated one for each branch. Correct. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, Very nice. And you're getting the second... I think... I'm pretty sure you're getting the second printing. Um, because the first printing we sold oh, that's out. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. so, so you, yeah. you would be getting the second right. printing. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So... Can you imagine that? I know. <laughs> when, did you, when did you sigh and say, oh, my God, we did it? Was it after you did? I'm still signed. <laughs> <laughs> because writing this book was her idea. I never oh, thought. Oh, that's of. the third time you I said know. it was her idea. <laughs> we can't tell whether blame it's it good or bad yet. Blame it on Connie. Just blame it on Connie. But it was just one of these things that was a labor of love in some mm -hmm. ways. That when we started going, you know, the people were so forthcoming with things. When you get in the book and you start reading. You know, it's one thing to go back, as I did, to research the the Susquehannock Indians, mm -hmm. you know. And by the way, the big fights at that time were between the whites and the Susquehannock Indians. Indians I mean, right. you know, we always pick a fight. You can right. stand it. Right. Oh, the Susquehannocks. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. right. And they were giants. They too. were tall, tall yeah. people. Uh -huh. And they were planters. You know, they gardened. They did. But they... Um, or anyway, I, I, I digress. I forget what I was talking about. <laughs> you started I'm the book to... idea. Well, should... we'll bring you back. <laughs> um, no, uh, go ahead. No, no, yeah, no you just thought of it. Go ahead. Did you just think of it? What you were starting to say? Yeah, I did. But I lost. Go on again. <laughs> I'm old. I'm you allowed to do old. this. That's right. That's right. You'll I'm, think of it in the car. In the That's car. what I always say to myself. Do not use that word old in my presence. <laughs> so we're here with uh, Constance. I'm sorry, Connie. It's Beans. It's fine. Fine. I, I know. It's the only thing I've regretted after 60 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Christine Tolbert and Edwin Colon. Um, um, and we're talking about uh, a journey through Berkeley, Maryland, a tapestry of black and white lives, woven together over 200 years at a rural crossroads. Omega Sci-Fi will be, uh, their fraternity book de dedication is a week from tomorrow, February 15th, Saturday at 1030 at the Havre Grace Public Library presenting this book. And the authors will both be there yes. giving a presentation, yes. so it'll be extra special. Yeah. Uh, do folks have to uh, sign up for yeah, this? They do not. Okay. They do not. And we had a great group last year for the book dedication. Mm -hmm. A lot of youth, yeah. going mm -hmm. back to what you were saying. Oh, good. It was good. really nice good. to see that. Mm -hmm. But I think this crowd is going to be a... Huge. I mm -hmm. think this is going to be a, a very big crowd. At least from all the responses I've mm -hmm. gotten, it's going to be a packed house. Yeah, I uh, agree. I'm excited. Last mm -hmm. year we had great numbers, uh, but uh, unfortunately we had a. Uh, there was a funeral or there something. There was a funeral. We yeah. had one of our members' son uh, oh, died, mm -hmm. so a majority of our population yeah. was supporting the funeral. Mm -hmm. uh, but this year, again, and then I've been echoing and championing how good this book is to uh -huh. the rest of the fraternity, mm -hmm. to everyone I run into. Thank you. My co workers. I found out uh, one of my bosses is, I think, your cousin. Hi! Um, Who's that? Uh, uh, Miss Sumter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to Miss Sumter yes. about that and uh, about the book dedication. She I'm wondering if it was the one I taught. Might have been. It might, it might have be, been. Yeah. And she said, "Oh, that's that's my cousin. That's okay. I'll be there." So she'll be there. Oh, I, I'm expecting. Was that. it Agnes? 
Agnes Lyman. It was her. It was her, uh, her, her daughter. daughter. Her daughter. Oh yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, so we're expecting big things. Uh, the one thing I will say, and I, and I, uh, this is my personal takeaway. Um, we talked about this in the car earlier. Right. You know, I asked. I said, "Hey, this is kind of. A, I'm a history guy. This is kind of a weird title for a book. You know, a journey through." Mm-hmm. And in the very beginning, she said, this isn't a historical book, this is a journey through. When you read the book, you truly see that it's going through as far back as possible, getting personal stories from personal accounts. Mm-hmm. You really feel like you know the people, you know the community. Mm-hmm. I was reading it, and I was like, I didn't know about that. Yeah. I didn't know about it. And then you see the pictures, and it, it makes mm-hmm. it feel real. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the book. Uh, I love the authors even more. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, just just uh, excited to have this. It's really great, and it's great to get, uh, like um, the folks at Campaign 42, uh, Margaret Ferguson mm-hmm. and Roxanne Red mm-hmm. Lodge, with yeah. their, mm-hmm. them with their pamphlets. Mm-hmm. This stuff is being preserved mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And if anything's going to mm-hmm. save us, it's this common thread. It's this connection mm-hmm. that n- no one can break once it's made. Mm-hmm. Um uh, each of you tell us uh, something, a favorite story or a little tidbit from the book or b- the stories behind it of yours. Put you on the spot. Oh, you did. Yeah, t- you did. did. <laughs> Whoever, whoever's ready, raise your hand. I have one. I have one. Uh, again, I, I'm going to read a little verbatim from the book. Sure. So, uh, this is kind of fast forward near the end of the book. Uh, it's basically during the civil rights time. Uh, I'm just going to read the last one. It's on page 145. It says, An event that, the most art, that most ardently proclaims the sense of community occurred in the late 1990s when the Ku Klux Klan decided to march in Darlington. The community swiftly and vigorously rolled out the You Are Not Welcome mat. Clearly, coexistence has become cooperative existence, a demonstration of equal and mutual respect where neighbors help neighbors to work and act together for the community's betterment. I think mm-hmm. that ties into what you were saying. When you know people, you, mm-hmm. you actually it have a, a face-to-face. Yeah. It mm-hmm. makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And one mm-hmm. thing I've noticed, again, I move around a lot. When you have smaller communities, you have to rely on each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it just makes it completely different when your interactions are. And the whole story of this book talks about how the community worked together, mm-hmm. overcame mm-hmm. uh I'm just, I'm just impressed. Mm-hmm. Sorry, one example. Well, thank you. Well, that's beautiful because that one of the most powerful moments in in, in literature for me is in *Kill a Mockingbird* when the, uh, Atticus is guarding the jail because Tom Robinson is in jail and truckload of uh, guys show up and they're obviously their intent is mm-hmm. to get past Atticus and uh, and lynch Tom Robinson and one of the guys is a farmer whose kid goes to school with Scout, and Scout had snuck down to the courthouse. Mm-hmm. And this guy is saying, Atticus, move. You know, it's good for you. We're going to do what we're going to do. And she jumped out. Hey, Mr. Wilson, how are you? Mm-hmm. Um, how's Johnny doing? I, and he just melted because he mm-hmm. saw this little six-year-old girl identify mm-hmm. him as a, as a person yep. and a human yep. and as someone... She had no idea was, right. was doing something yeah. Yeah. E- horribly evil, mm-hmm. and they drove mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. That connection Just jarred that. him like that. Like, That's what right. the hell am I doing? Yeah. So anyway, your turn. Who's next, Christine or Connie? Connie. You want me to do it? Yeah. You want, I don't know what I was... I, I know what I was going to say. Um, 
one of the reasons I didn't mention at the beginning um, that I subscribed to the National Trust magazine, and they were talking about the disappearing crossroads. And if we look in, just look in Harford County, think how much history, if you go up to Jarrettsville, if you go down to, you know, the, the small bergs, if you will, in Harford County, mm -hmm. that we're talking about um, the lost history of our country mm -hmm. in many ways mm -hmm. of what happened at the crossroads. I mean, Christine's right. And, you know, at, at our little crossroads, we had a, a store and we had a post office. And at first it was... The store was the post office. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's the same. My post office was in the store. You got your mail. Sam and, Drucker. Yeah, That's yeah right. And, and, and then across the street from there at the other corner, uh, first was a wagon was a wagon and buggy um, place that did repairs. Keep in mind that this is the Monumental Trail. And mm -hmm. so you had that. After that, it turned into... It, in, it, in, it turned into a Ford Center and gas station. Mm -hmm. And when I say Ford Center, it's not that you bought your car there. They built the car there. Oh, my so, goodness. Yes, yes. So the cars were built on site. So you have um, the, the, the hustle and bustle of activity going on. You go down the road and you, have, you stop at, at the cannery on Berkeley Road, a large cannery. You go a little bit further and you get to the, the the tea house where one of our presidents actually stopped to have dinner because that was the main route to get across the the Conowingo Bridge. You know, so you when and then down at the river you had a, a paper mill that, mm -hmm. that over over the period of time a paper mill that hired three hundred people. Uh, you had a, a limestone kiln that prepared the uh, the uh, lime for mm -hmm. for the farmers. Wow. Uh, so you have this town that this little thing yeah. that was producing all of these things in bustle, plus the the farming that was going mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. um, so keep in mind on this piece also that Lafayette um, quelled a rebellion at at a Rigby house, mm -hmm. which is there. I mean, the, there are pieces all over here, but I want to talk about the the industry that was in, that was, it was there. Um, so I guess that's my story mm -hmm. of a, a little part of the book. And one tiny little thing, is Christine called me and she says, what's this about Santa Domingo? You yes! <laughs> <laughs> she was looking in the 1920 census, uh -huh. and, and she says, Kai Anderson said, oh my God, that's the answer. <laughs> the name of our title is Ber Berkeleyville, 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 spelled three different ways, <laughs> Berkeleyville, Berkeley, and then Santa Domingo. Oh, well, it's... <laughs> It yeah, so happened things. that some person, I can't, I, in, it's in the book, oh, but I can't remember his name, bought a big farm down near the river, and he was very influential, mm -hmm. and so he decided he was going to try to change the name oh, of, the, just word. as the census coming through, to change the name mm -hmm. of Berkeley to Santa Domingo, Mingo. because he had been, lived in Santa Domingo or something, I don't oh, know, but word. anyway, here's the 1920 census, <laughs> Berkeley is gone, and it's Santa Domingo, so I'm telling the story because I can't tell you how many times we ran into, or you're Santa interviewing Domingo. somebody and they're saying this, you think, 
oh my God, I never heard about the fake weddings, and the, <laughs> the children's weddings in the in the in the church. I mean, uh, just all kinds of mm-hmm. stories, wow. just right. stories, mm-hmm. and it is a journey. I it mean, is. I wish yes. it were, I could it say it, we were we were at, hit the level of doing history, but <laughs> it's quite a journey. <laughs> so well, the old the, the true story about how Nome, Alaska, got its name was this was in 1890s, and they were doing a remapping it and had to do with the first census they were going to have there before the state and one of the cartographers Nome Alaska was a big settlement then but he didn't know the name of it and it wasn't called Nome uh-huh. he so he wrote on it name question mark because he didn't he wanted someone else to mm-hmm. fill in what the name was they thought he wrote Nome saying that was the name of the town <laughs> And that's how it became normal. Oh, that's a great <laughs> oh, story. Wow. That's a great oh. story. That's yeah. a great story. Right. So, Christine, your uh, remembrance something that in the in the stories or in the book that pops into your head? Well, I'm not sure it's still in the book. The best memories that I have are the ones that I had at Swallowfield between the children. Mm-hmm. who were, of course, we were very segregated. Schools were segregated. Everything was segregated. And so you didn't get a whole lot of interaction with people who were white mm-hmm. unless you worked for them, mm-hmm. you know. And so we just have the same camaraderie that we had Christine. when I was a child. Mm-hmm. You're, t- you're forgetting an important story. What's that one, Connie? Talk about SWAT, talk about the Underground Railroad, and Mr. the head of the... the oh, Waring? Mr. Waring uh-huh. told you as a child about... Yes. Please tell that yes. story because it's really yeah, important. Mr. Waring was the Quaker who, mm-hmm. the present Quaker who owned the property. And he loved to tell stories. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about the history of Berkeley just from listening to Mr. Waring. And they lived in Philadelphia. They only used it, you know, like Thanksgiving or summers or things like that. But he would gather me along with his grandchildren Mm -hmm. and tell us these wonderful stories about how we lived, how we got along, and how we did not. And so... Oh, I forgot which one you wanted me to tell. Stuff. Tell the one about you, his telling you about Christine, the Underground Railroad, and oh, the yes. ice house. Yes, and the ice yes. House. He told me the story of where they hid the slaves as okay. they were going yes. north. Yes, they had well, they, a. Cindy went up there with Jen yes. and, and some of the team. Yeah, in my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But but at any rate, there was this uh, ice house. It wasn't really an ice house, but it was water flowed through and in the winter time of okay. course it turned to ice and they used that to you know for their homes to put in the refrigerator and that kind of thing and so he told me that story lots of stories he told me he told me the story about how as the slaves were coming through they would say because uh, it's a big farm they mm-hmm. said people are in the corn because they would come up that was and like hide the in the corn okay. field They'd hide mm-hmm. in the cornfield, and they'll say there's people in the corn, so they would start getting ready for them. Wow. And if they couldn't get to the house right away, there was the barn right next to that ice house, and they would hide them in the, they had like a false floor okay. on the top, top of there, and they would hide there until dark. Mm-hmm. And then when it got dark, they would have them come into the house 
which uh, they had three stories, and the third story they had what they called the schoolroom, mm-hmm. and they would hide them in the schoolroom because the schoolroom was actually used as a as a schoolroom mm-hmm. prior prior to, and so that's where they would hide the slaves until they had another path north. Wow! Because they're still in the south mm-hmm. in Maryland. Yeah. And, uh, and there I mean, were there were times when they were actually because it was a working ice house and mm-hmm. the house underneath right. with the straw, and there were times in among the ice and the straw they were hidden there also, yeah. and the and the what was the phrase? Uh, there are people in there the are co- people in the corn, and then the word from down below when they were trying to get the the. Uh, to cook the meat and everything for them to make mm-hmm. the journey across the river, mm-hmm. the, the the word went out, there are people on the hill mm-hmm. letting okay. them yeah. know. So, so they had their own code language. Yeah. yeah. Because in, in in the 1840s and 50s, as you, you folks know, when there was a big fluctuation in how rigorously the fugitive slaves laws were mm-hmm. enforced. And mm-hmm. right. a lot of times mm-hmm. the bounty hunters mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. And... I can't even imagine what that must have been. And uh, there, there are other sites in that have not been confirmed right. in in Darlington. Yes. So the, yes. I mean, the Quakers really were yeah. significant. And those factor. sites were yeah were basically owned by Quakers. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. quite different because, yeah. of course, back in the day, the we didn't go to school with their children. Their mm-hmm. children didn't go to school with us, so we didn't get to know each other. That I, wa- way. I wonder what the white kids that summered up there, brought back with them to their schools and communities in the city? Well, they... State of mind-wise and perspective-wise. Yeah, well, in the, they were basically from Philly, Pennsylvania, so they were used to going to school with African-Americans. Okay. Yeah. So it was a, like a different world right. to come here. And uh, it was a different world for me, too, because mm-hmm. then, now I had these white friends oh, who yeah. we... I still have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we grew up together. Right, right. That's such a gift. Well, we are here uh, talking about uh, a journey through Berkeley, Maryland, tapestry of black and white lives woven together over 200 years at a rural crossroads, written uh, by Christine Tolbert and Connie Bimes. Right. And, yeah, like limes. And, uh, and whose distribution is being enabled by... Uh, uh, Edwin Colin and his team mates at uh, Omega Sci-Fi. Uh, it's this is the WAMD Aberdeen. I think one of the biggest takeaways from this, and you've both all alluded to it about what happens at the crossroads. Will and Ariel Durant wrote a history of civilization, yeah. but they didn't write it about the newsmakers. Mm-hmm. They wrote it about everyday life and crossroads mm-hmm. and communities. What uh, Ariel Durant said, you know, the history is a river. But we write about what happens on the banks. Mm. And, on the banks and in the streams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and really, some of the most brilliant education we could ever get is to really understand what, uh, and sort of relive and internalize what you're all writing about and helping the stories you're helping to disseminate. So it's a beautiful thing. Thank you very much. Oh, we're Thank you. It's an honor. Thank, Thank you very much. <laughs> How long did it take you to write the book? I'm curious, oh, from start to finish. It was less than a year. Mm-hmm. Less than a year. Wow. Well, I meant what I said, but the book wrote itself. Yeah, people You know, it was out. a matter, and we had everything transcribed. Uh-huh. We had the voices on paper, and uh, a, and uh, 
there are there are two pages in here thanking people. Do you know? You, well, I know he know well, know him. Um, John Lamb. John Lamb was with the house department for a year, in the health department for years in Hartford County. John loved history, and he was known for his loving history. And all I have to do, I mean, we had two rules. One, no, no lineage about, you know, just general, mm -hmm. just that kind of thing. No, no start looking at property. You know, when you get into those re that kind of research, forget about it mm -hmm. because you're lost. And so. Anytime I had a problem, I'd call John and he'd say, I'll go up the county, I'll go to the courthouse, I'll look that up for you. So I got, you know, like that. But there were people like that right. all around. That were so helpful. You know, John Sowers, the painter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do. John's yep. our neighbor. Mm -hmm. I, feel, I, I got him to come back from Virginia. Thank you. <laughs> he is so talented. He is all so right, talented. Well, this book is John Sowers from beginning. All of the sketches oh, are, are, really? John, are all John Sowers. The first one in the front of the book is John Sowers, right oh, there. Oh, of course it is. See, mm -hmm. it's John Sowers. My daughter did the maps. The, the contribution yeah. is what was, uh, I remember going up, what's that, the, the, the bridge up in Pennsylvania, just north of us. A woman who lived in at Rigby House was a descendant of the Rigby family, and I went up there sitting in the middle of nowhere on a on a bench and listening to her speak mm -hmm. and uh it just there's so many things that and i know christine had this mm -hmm. experience too mm -hmm. that the voices of of um, people who lived it mm -hmm. people who lived it just came through mm -hmm. so and if folks want to get the book they can go to uh www.abebooks a-b-e-b-o-o-k-s.com mm -hmm. okay or yep. amazon I, uh, I don't know about Amazon. No, I, I, oh, you do. We can. Uh, yeah, it's, it's available on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. Uh, just go in and search for it. Yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Me too. I'm like, there's only 10 copies. Let me see. <laughs> we have to let our customers get it first. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can leave this one here. Oh, no. No, I mean, yeah. this. I have another one that I have marked like this, too. I wrote down. And then I'll bring it on Saturday when I see you on next Saturday. Well, I'd like... Yeah. I volunteer at the library. I'm a friend. For years. Yay. Have it a grace? No, Darlington. Darlington? Yeah. <laughs> Been doing it for 20 years. Started, oh the, started the friends up there. Yeah. We're not online, I hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Bob. You look at it and you drop oh, it back off. Great. I'll make sure you get it back. Speaking of the library, <laughs> tell us what we have going on. Well, we have a big event next Saturday on the 15th at Have It a Grace. Um, from 10.30 to noon, we are doing a lovely book dedication with all the people that are in this room today. So please try and stop by. I can't tell you enough what a special day it is. It really was. Like, even last year with, you know, the, the tragedy and, the, and the, the split group, it was a wonderful group. And people brought their children, and they were the children were engaged. It was a really great event. So... Um, Mark your calendars for that. It's free and open to the public. You don't have to register. You can just drop in. Um, and then we are uh, hosting our third annual Women's Summit on Tuesday, March 3rd, in celebration of Women's History Month. And it will be held at our Abingdon Library from uh, 7.30 to 12.30. And uh, we have a local author. Her name is Sandra Mag Salmon. And she is a designer, an artist and an author, and she is also on Oprah.com. She's mm -hmm. a blogger for that. Mm -hmm. Amazingly talented, wants everyone to live their best life 
and Good. she's going to come and talk about that. We're going to do some workshops. Um, it's going to be phenomenal. Tickets are selling so fast, so if you're interested, uh, go to hcplonline.org and get yourself a ticket, and we'll see you then. Yeah. Harvard County Public Library. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Edwin, tell us again, uh, spell out that website for uh, yes. uh, Omega uh, Sci-Fi, because... Okay, uh, www.quues-iotanu.org. Okay. And that website will take you to our uh, local chapter's website. You'll see all our upcoming events and anything that you want to participate and support in the future. Fantastic. So QUES-IOTANU.org. Correct. Fantastic. Okay. Well, this has been great. I can talk for another Thank two you. hours to you folks. I'm just saying. <laughs> but we all have to get on with our day, we don't we? We have to get on with our day. Well, Alrighty. thank you guys for coming in today. That's all thank the time we've had today. Of thank course. you. It was wonderful. Of course. Thank you. Of course. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Mm -hmm.